0: Welcome back to episode three of 90s Meets World. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. I'm Anise, And we talk about everything for millennials born in the 90s. Just talking about the life goals and struggles. Um, me and Anise and I believe that we're in the age, that we were born in the age where we kind of were the test dummies for technology. And we have a special
1: guest today, one of my high school buddies, uh, Clark Gary. Clark, do you want to introduce yourself? Sup so guys, I'm Clark. Went to high school with Brandon, like you mentioned, and uh, you guys will get to know me throughout this, so I'll save the intro to that for now.
0: Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> How about, you know, like, give us a little backstory on college. <laughs> uh,
1: I went to college at Butler. Played football would be an overstatement. I played for three years, uh, and then I left the team after that, but I was on the team for a while. Uh, lived with my parents out of college and just recently bought a house li- with three of my buddies, so Living a good life, other than this whole Corona thing right now.
0: Right. Yeah. It's it's yeah. for sure it's for sure messed up. But yeah, like um, like we were telling you before we started hitting the record, uh, niece and I literally talk about real estate like twenty four seven. Just like the yeah. thing from like buying our first homes to like buying our dream homes and just comparing like different types of real estate. And like I I remember you posting on Instagram when you got the keys to the house, and I was like, dude. Yeah. Round of applause, like, someone doing it, and, like, just like <laughs> tell us the story, because I know a niece is going to have a ton of questions, because him and his girlfriend, yeah. we want to do yeah. that, but, yeah, just tell us the story, like, why you did it, how you did it, like, shed some light on, like, people Yeah, that,
1: yeah. So, I mean, pretty much, I'd say, like, my junior year college. Like I really, I don't even remember exactly what to be honest, but it was probably some YouTube ad to be honest. It was probably uh Ty Lopez, honestly, that like even, that even like brought my mind that that's like a thing that people do. (laughs) And so I just always thought about it like that. And it was something my dad had always wanted to do when he was like my age and he kind of never really pulled the trigger now. And I'd always been talking to him like, Hey, I wanted to get into rental properties. How about like. Before we go all in and uh, like do one together, how about maybe I we buy one like I live in it and like we to my buddies. We get our feet wet into the whole rental thing, like because obviously if we go in buy a house first time, we're not living in it. We get a crappy tenant. We're out a lot a lot of money. So right. figured we test it with me. Um, we went fifty fifty on the house, so I can't fully flex and be like, oh yeah, it was all me. Wait, but-
0: fifty with you and your with, with you and the pops. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 50-50 was me and it was my dad, you so. and your
1: dad, or was it like you and then so, you and your friend split up the other 50? No, just me and then my dad. Okay. So, yeah, it was just me and my dad. It's under my name, uh, like, okay. fully, but the money that we put down is 50-50. And then the plan is I'd like to do more with him in the future just because, obviously, I trust my dad. And mm-hmm. um, like I, it's something he's always wanted to do, so I'd love to do something with him in the future. But the plan is for me to eventually – pay back the half that he paid and then it would be fully mine and I would recoup whatever um, I get from it when I eventually move out down the road or if we just continue to use it as a rental after me and my buddies move out. So, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it was crazy. Like you're saying like that picture, like I remember I pulled up with Irwin and Jake two of the three guys I live with the very first time that I like had the keys and we were just in the driveway and I was like, wow, this is my house. Like, my realtor's not here to let me in the front door. Like this is actually mine. It's right. it's a surreal moment. It was very cool. That's
2: right. cool. So did you like how did you decide on that house? Did you have like a bunch of properties we were looking at or was it like you yeah, had your so eyes we were, on this
1: for a while? No, so we were looking with a realtor to be honest with you. Um I'll kind of go into what we were looking at before, but we saw we got the notification from our realtor. He had like a designated search with certain parameters set up. Right. We got a notification on, fr- on like earlier in the week, but we were out of town and they weren't doing showings till Saturday. We got back in town, saw it Sunday afternoon. I almost told my parents like, yo, like we're kind of tired. I don't want to see it. And we literally went Sunday. Monday night, we made an offer on the house. Like, and we had just talked about like, oh, maybe we should put it on the back burner a little bit. Like you can save up some more money. Like, because one of my buddies didn't end up moving in till about two months after we did. Right. So we were talking about, oh yeah, maybe we should put this on the back burner for a couple more months. And then we saw the house and me, it was pretty, it was really well-priced for the area. Um, and like our realtor, has, he's done a couple of properties around there. He's like, I think it's a great price. The people who are selling it were recently divorced and they wanted to get rid of the house. So they were pretty motivated to sell. I wrote him a letter saying like, hey, this would be my first house. Uh, like I really would appreciate right. it. Like I'd make it my own. They say my offer wasn't the highest and they still took it. Who actually knows, but awesome. they said they really liked the letter. So, yeah. And then just started getting all the money in the right places. Who knew so much went into buying a house? Like, there's just so much paperwork, so much like numbers they have to see in the right places. Yeah. You can't sad. have a dollar on a credit card. Like It's so annoying, but like, it was worth it in the long run. I have to ask, like, I
0: feel like um, a lot of people, when they – Go into buying a house or just like or just have like the, um, the thought of like purchasing a home, they always think that you need to put twenty percent down. did you put twenty percent down
1: so we put we put fourteen, but I mean to be honest with you, that was more so like my that was what we needed to since it was me and my dad right. um, like we didn't want to be paying pmi um, and that that was what we needed to not pay that and so oh, okay. we did it for that I think moving forward um I I mean, I've talked to like the realtor um, and I'm like, Hey, eventually, obviously I want to be having some without my dad attached. Like I, and I obviously want to be doing a lot of this with my own money. So like, what do you think realistically I'm going to be putting down He's like, Oh yeah, we could be five, six, especially since you have one under your belt already, it's a lot easier to get that number lower. So, but yeah, no, 20%, like Meh. no, definitely don't have to. And I know a ton of people. Thank do God. That. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah ah that's
2: rough i always saw like buying a house was always about the down payment because you got to worry about the interest rates afterwards but i feel like if you can work with the numbers just well enough you can take control of the interest rates and possibly even pay it off earlier i don't know if that's like your plan or like how you're planning to do it with your dad to pay it off yeah
1: yeah that's the uh that's that's the plan for us i mean we're right now um there's four of us living here it's a three-bed i live in the basement you, you guys can see it the people on right. the pack the podcast who won't but right, right um so there's four of us here and we the plan is to just like the excess money we get towards rent every month we just put that right back towards the mortgage so i'd like to avenge like have it paid off a lot quicker right um, and then at, yeah go ahead that was actually
2: going to be my next question was like how are like, your friends paying for? It? are they paying rent and then you're just paying the mortgage over or is it like all a collective thing too.
1: Yeah. So they literally just Venmo me uh, on the first of every month. And then I just have the mortgage taken out of my, uh, out of my bank account every month. And then we split utilities and then I'll cover like TV and stuff like that. So, yeah. So when do you think you're going
0: to get like your next like property? Like is your home
1: right now? Is it, are you in Glen Ellen? Are you living in Glen Ellen or? Villa park, my backyard's Lombard. So I'm like 15 minutes from where my parents lived and where I was living in Glen Ellen. So it's kind of nice. Okay. Um, uh, what are your plans? Are your like plans to get like another single family
0: home or like, do you want to go like the multifamily duplex kind of route or like, what are you thinking?
1: I think for the next one and my parents always laugh at me when I say this, but I mean, I take that as my goals are in a good spot. then if they're laughing at them, right. um, my goal is that I always tell them and anyone is that I want 10 by the time I'm 35. Um, I think the big thing for me is, get this next single family one and then take the money from that one and this one and use it to get a duplex. And then I think once I get there, it's going to be rolling. I think that, and then in a perfect scenario, obviously there'll be hiccups right. and everything won't go like, I think it will. But right. I think if I have a duplex, this one, single family, those, that money, then like that excess money I'll be having from that, just put all of that towards this first mortgage. And once this is paid off and it's just cash flowing, do the same thing the next one. And eventually, I mean, if you get enough of those, once you have 10, when I'm 35 in this scenario, right. they, would, they would be paying off a new house every year. So. Right.
0: Yeah. So that, yeah, That's that, the goal. That, that's dope. I mean, like, I think you're doing it right. Especially like single family homes have like, you know, the best appreciation rate when you like, yeah. compare to, like condos and townhomes and stuff like that. But yeah, dude, like, I think that's like so sick. Like people that are invested. I just feel like people our age, like, we don't learn this in school. You know what I mean? No. Like, we don't learn oh my gosh, no. shit in school. And I just think it's, like, crazy that, like, we get stuck in our minds saying, like, oh, we need 20% down, blah, blah. Like, oh, we can't do it. Like, I feel like in states like Illinois, like, obviously, I'm in California now. So, first-time homebuyers typically aren't in their 20s. You know? No, a yeah, like, yeah. Home at 20% down is, like, 200K, which is messed up.
1: Yeah, it's insane. Uh, but, I mean,
0: like, I know Anise and his girlfriend, they, they always ask questions. They want to get a home what what would you give tips to a niece like let's say later this year he wants to purchase a home what tips would you give him like through the home buying process because you
1: already did it yeah um as far as i mean I wouldn't like take i wouldn't cut any expense like getting the house checked out like if it's gonna cost you five hundred extra dollars to get like it checked out well and stuff like do that because that could save you so much in the long run I mean luckily it did nothing really crazy happened to me but we were made sure to do our due diligence and everything. And also like for me, like saving up money and stuff for it, it I was pretty much just going ham after it. Like I was driving Uber Friday and Saturday night till 2 AM. I was, I always re, like, you can't, people on the podcast again won't see it, but like this is that corners just stuff that I resell. Uh, like I literally just have an entire shelf in my room of stuff that I resell. I was driving Uber, doing Uber Eats, like anything that would give me like an extra 20 bucks. I'd be like, oh, I could put that aside and I'll get right. the house that much quicker. Um, right. it's but just, that-
2: yeah, it's just creating like streams of of income to come in for you to help save up, I would assume. Was, like the best way yeah. to get things like obviously you didn't just have your nine to five. Yeah, you, what you saying, like you did Uber and Uber Eats and all that. Are you doing drop shipping? I'm seeing like a lot of boxes in the back there.
1: Yeah, so I do um I'm in this group it's on Twitter. It's called Resell Calendar. And they pretty much it's like a huge Discord chat and I pay fifty month fifty bucks a month to be in it. And uh they pretty much just like really, like, Hey, this is drop like this is gonna release, you should buy this or hey you could resell that. Like my eBay unfortunately it just got shut down because eBay's Miserable, and yeah, they're like, long story short, they're like, We need to see invoices. I'm like, I'm not a company, I just get receipts from Amazon, I don't get invoices. And they weren't buying it, so they shut me down, but anyways. But like, I was selling like not ten thousand dollars in profit, but like ten thousand dollars worth of stuff a month on eBay, um, like from stuff like, and that's purely from these guys. Like, I had no clue what was out on the internet, like, I'd always been kind of entrepreneurial, always looking to sell stuff. Um, until then, like literally six months ago on there, this is just like the example I tell everyone, there was a quarter that was released by the U S mint. So everyone had access to it for $65. And I sold the quarter on eBay for (laughs) $1,300.
0: Wow.
1: (laughs) Like it's just crazy stuff like that. Like I've sold literally stuffed bears, pools, weights, like anything you could think of. It's probably been in the group and I've sold it. So you just like sell everything, basically? Everything. I mean, here, you, again. Have, have you seen the like, gear? This is a that's, pool. That's a Bowflex kettlebell. That's shoes. I have shoes over there. That's it's just amazing. literally anything. And the biggest thing I would say to you, Asif, and I mean, Brandon, also anyone, is for me, like a pride thing was like when I would tell my friends I was doing this, like, dude, like what, you're only making like 10, 20 bucks on some of this stuff. I'm like, well, yeah, but if I make 10, 20 bucks a thousand times, that's 20000 right. Like at some point, like it's just going to keep adding up 10, 20 bucks. If you found 20 bucks on the ground, you'd be ecstatic. Right. And th- right. people would be like, dude, why are you doing like that work? I'm like, all right, well that's how I got this house. So. Right. No, exactly.
2: dude,
0: it's crazy dude. Like I feel like a huge, like if anything they should teach in school is how to sell. Cause once you can sell, yes. you can do anything else. And it's crazy. It's just like as simple as selling people. But I feel like the whole fundamentals when it comes to sales, is like really knowing how to understand and like talk to people like really like you know mm-hmm. understanding them because if you can care about the person like what i when i think of sales is like no one ever likes to be sold but everyone no. loves to buy with their friends and yes they, oh yes are, absolutely have you watched D- you watched gary v probably right oh yeah i love gary v okay Vee. so <laughs> have, you, have you seen like the gary v stuff when he goes to freaking garage sales and just yes. like finesses people like it's insane it blows my mind like i need to go do it like it's yeah. just, it just blows my mind it's probably the coolest thing have you seen it, anise
2: no i've never heard of him but yeah like oh he's a yeah if when i we get it, off you gotta to look him, him up Dude, what? <laughs> he's yeah, I'll, I'll look into him
0: he's so basically what he is he does is like he just goes to random garage sales around town and just goes finesse people and gets like a freaking binder of basketball cards for like five bucks, and then there's one card in there that's worth a hundred bucks that he sells on eBay. It's it's insane. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, he's like a multi-millionaire now, but that's like his YouTube thing. Yeah, yeah. He's but it's insane. cool. Yeah.
0: It was cool. I mean, um yeah. I mean, talking about like the dropshipping. So I I remember a few years ago, Clark on Twitter used to be selling basketball jerseys, and I thought that was so <laughs> dope. like Oh my god! god. For yeah. Asking you, something happened like a couple years back, like.
1: Yeah, that that did. Um, to be honest, we probably shouldn't talk about that on air. I mean, just for for lack of a better thing, it it had to come to an end. We'll just we'll leave right. it at that. But it was it was, was, it was, it was, I was so going. Cool. It was I loved cool. it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and it wasn't anything like I did intentionally or something. But like, yeah, that it was cool though. Yeah, that website was. A lot of fun, like especially because I love basketball. I love basketball jerseys. Like, I loved kind of it'd be insane to see, like, after someone would have a really good game, like, people would be buying that person's jersey the next morning. Like, especially with like free agency and everything, it was it was a ton of fun. And it was, I mean, I was making pretty decent money doing it. Um, unfortunately, it had to come to an end, but yeah, was, I, could assume, you know,
0: I could assume why. Yeah, yeah. I could yeah. assume why. all good
2: things come to an end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's literally like what I've been trying to do. Like after I found out like how you just like selling is the most important thing in anybody's life. You have to sell yourself all the time, whether it's to pull a girl, to pull a job, to like yeah. make a sale in a job, obviously. But then you have to be able to sell so many other things and that's what like you have to like you've obviously you've been able to be more versatile with. I just found these like random, like a thousand Yu Gi Oh cards from when I was like yeah. eight years old and I was just like which one of these is worth like $500 and I'm just trying yeah, to like exactly. search them online and figure out what's worth what and see if I could finally get rid of them for once. And but yeah, it's like sales is the only way you're going to get rich. Yeah. I mean, realistically. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sales, stocks, and real estate, like at the end of the day, I feel like yeah. is like the quickest way, quickest ways to get rich. And I just feel like, I mean, like the American dream is like, yeah, obviously to get a house. Um, yeah. And I think, like, people have to realize that, like – I feel like people that are our age always look at the homes that are super unrealistic, but they don't understand the yeah. equity. Yeah. It's just, like, you can use the equity from the whatever home you get, condo, townhome. You should get a single-family home. You should definitely get a single-family home first because yeah. it appreciates way better. But they can use that equity, sell that home, whatever they want to do, use that as a rental eventually, and then use the equity to purchase their next home.
1: Yeah. So I feel like – I feel like exactly what you're saying also, like even me, especially with me and you, Brandon, growing up in Glen right. um and like Weedon area, like a lot of the houses you see, you're like, oh, that's like, and like, that's the house a lot of people grew up in. So like, oh, right. yeah, that's the house. They didn't see their parents' first apartment that they right. lived in or their parents' first condo. Exactly. So they just think that everyone lives in those homes and then they go and look at the price of those homes and like, what?
0: Right. 100%. I don't right. Really
1: afford to live in this yeah. home.
0: Dude, right. like it's it's crazy. Yeah, because I remember asking my dad just about, like, um, you know, just about, like, the like how we have – because we've had our home in Glen Island for, like, ever now. And I just yes. asked him, I was like, how did you, like, get this home and stuff? He's like, well, I worked hard, and the reason we purchased our first townhome is because we used that townhome money to purchase this home. So my dad was, my dad knew what he was doing. That's the only reason he said he purchased yeah. the townhome because he knew he couldn't if he didn't, like – because, I mean, the money you throw in – to your, um, to your home when you purchase with a down payment, just, you know, it's kind of like a savings account that it's yeah. more money. And that's what he basically did to it.
2: Yeah. Well, and like an important thing with that is I noticed a lot of people don't realize it, but you can't be renting because like a year from now, let's say rent is like $2,000. That's $24,000. You're never going to see it again. Yeah. And it's not even growing towards something that could potentially pay you back.
0: Yeah. Right. I yeah. think renting, though, like some like, I feel like people get such a misconception when it comes to renting. And then obviously, there's like a ton of quote unquote gurus that like just like say random shit that's right. really true all yeah. the time. It's just like, what are you talking about? That's why sometimes I just gotta get off social media. But I mean, if you have to rent, like, sometimes you do have to rent. I mean, saving yeah. up down payment is hard. Like, if you can't, yeah. like, you have to be financial literate, you know, like, saving money is step number one. And then once you can do that, you know, you have better chances of purchasing a home. But I mean, like, you know, if you don't know where you want to be, um, rent, you know, if, like you know where
2: you want right. to stay,
0: like, yeah, buy And then, you know, have a, have a game plan, I, I'm trying to say.
2: Right. Yeah. Like my situation is more that I'm like, can, I can live at home for, for a minute right now until I get a house. And I feel like right now is the perfect time to just save up for that down payment instead of rent just so I can, you know, just get away from my parents, which honestly yeah. is a stupid reason to just move out.
1: No, I agree. That's that's kind of the same attitude I took. I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't love living with my parents, uh, but like it's not worth the money I'm saving every month, week, year, except mm-hmm. living with them. Right. Yeah. I, I agree with that hundred percent. But also yeah, what Brandon said, if you have to rent, like if you're not if you can't live with at home yeah, or do something like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. Are you uh, all? Are you working you work. right now, Clark, or are you still off because of COVID? I just started back up, not this most recent Monday, but the one before that. So, uh, and it's with the same company too. Uh,
2: okay.
1: I got I got kind of lucky. I was at, I was an account manager for them, and a third of the company got laid off, and then they just brought me back as inside sales which is the job that it was just a promotion and we had been talking about. I was going to be doing that around this time anyway. So kind of worked out for me in that sense. Um, but yeah, it's good to be back. I was doing a lot of that reselling stuff when obviously I was not working just because I had nothing else to do. But it's definitely been good to get back in the right. office, like hang out with the people that I know there. And I loved my job um like the people I work with are awesome everyone on the team is like 30 or younger that on the team that I work with so it's a really cool environment That's cool. yeah what were
0: you doing like during like COVID like I mean like we were in we're in this we're still in it it's been a minute yeah, we're, yeah. we it. <laughs> I now. have to look at that I had to look at my calendar real quick but like yeah I mean yeah like, it's like, what, three months now plus three yeah. months plus I mean like yeah. you know, everyone, everyone's been trying to like get a new skill and stuff like that like what have you like done like yeah, you've yeah. always wanted. Like,
1: have you done anything to, like, you know, just try to like, be honest? I'm the least handy person on the planet, so I've just been doing so much stuff around the house. Like between me and my dad, this will be really embarrassing to say, but the first time I ever mowed a lawn was this house.
0: No yeah. way!
2: <laughs> I, give, I give you my word. If that
1: that'll let you know, yeah, that's the screams privilege. But I mean, it's the truth. Yeah. It's this is the first time I ever. In my defense, I had really, really bad allergies to grass and that type of stuff growing up. And then when we moved into the house, the last two houses we've been in, we had people mow our lawn for us. Um, And then that just happened. Then we moved into this house and I was like, I could pay someone like $15, but I'm just not going to do it. I simply won't pay someone $15. So I... Yeah, I've cut uh, first time I ever cut my lawn was two months ago.
0: What? That's that's actually so miserable. Like I, my, my dad, <laughs> my, dad loves, my dad loves mowing the lawn, and I only do it. I, like, I
1: actually like, like it. Yeah, I don't mind it now. Well, I just cause never house. like it's
0: because it's your house. Because huh? it's your house. Yeah, exactly. Oh my right. gosh, if
1: it was my parents' house, I would hate it. Yeah, right.
0: exactly. <laughs> I would feel the same exactly. I wouldn't like I like I would mow my my lawn at home, and I would hate it just because the the lot was so big. But then like my dad would love it. And I can totally see like why you like enjoy it now just because yeah, yeah. it's yours like it's it's yours. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's exactly. the same thing like we've been doing the siding on my house, doing a bunch of different stuff and I've really enjoyed it and I like I said I'm not handy at all. Right. Like I'm yeah, uncomfortable. why you went and got handy. Yeah, exactly. It, it saves and it saves me so much money. Like right. me and my dad did our Yeah that are siding for two and a half days. And the only expense we had, obviously like the siding cost us money. And then we rented a nail gun. If we would have paid someone to do that, it would have been so much more. Right. 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 Um, what's it called? Was there like a
0: lot of things wrong or not wrong with the house, but like, did you have to do like a lot of things cosmetically
1: like to the house or. So, I mean, every room was a different color when we bought the house, the, Main room, so we have these really, we have these wood beams on the ceilings when you walk in the living room, and the whole room was orange with brown, with brown beams, and then one bedroom was like a green, another bedroom was purple, and then another bedroom was blue, and then the basement was, (laughs) yeah, it was bad. So, I mean, we repainted everything, and uh, we bought it, it was uh, as is, so we had to buy furniture for it and stuff, Um, but I would say... I have a spreadsheet with everything on it, but I think we spent like 9000 on just like furnishing, painting, needed new toilets, needed like lights, um, just like all that stuff. So not a crazy amount, but that's something also that I, even when I bought the house, didn't even think about, oh, I'm going to need another 9000 to right. do all this mm-hmm. stuff and do that stuff. So like that stuff adds up really quick. Did you have closing, um, did you have closing costs as well
0: or did you have like this, you negotiate that and have the seller Yeah,
1: yeah, we had closing costs as well. Okay. Um I forget the exact number it was on that to be honest. But yeah, again, something that did, I'm well, like that I wouldn't even think of before like we right. I went through all this.
0: Yeah, and I think a lot of people I think that's a great tip as well for like people that are looking to buying a home. Is that like, you gotta look at it like this, like when you're going into a transaction, like purchasing a home, you technically walk in with like two bags of money, like the down payment and then the closing costs. And then yeah. you have in between of, you know, inspections and appraisal. You don't have to do it, but you should just, yeah. utility, right. you were saying earlier, but yeah, I think, um, yeah, I mean, I haven't bought a home yet. I want to buy a home when I move back, but no, yeah, that's awesome that you're, you're doing it. I mean, like I said, me and Anise and I like talk about like five days a week about buying homes, and we'll just send each other like, because there's some crazy homes in Illinois.
1: There are. There really are. Yeah, it's insane.
2: Right. Yeah. What's nice, I found out about like Oak Brook and Elmhurst areas, there's actually no property tax. So down the line, that right. I, like, actually saves a lot of money too. But they're a, li- they're a little bit pricier for that obvious reason too. And one question I did have though, because I'm not. Yeah handy either i haven't mowed the lawn since i was like 12 i was like <laughs> yeah. that's when we got the house and then my dad found out about the mowing service or whatever but um yeah. is it honestly like really hard to like do that do it yourself or is it way better to just pay somebody to like renovate something in your house
1: i'd say it depends um i mean for me like the siding and stuff i rather do that on myself also just because i i want to learn learn that type of stuff because like i said i'm not handy but like we paid the, we paid people to paint the house and like, we've, we paid someone to come and fix the toilet and do some electricity work and stuff like that. So stuff where um, like, I don't, I guess it's kind of a, how, how do I explain it? I just look at in like my head of a chart of how much money am I going to save versus how much like extra work am I going to, ha- how much work is it really going to be for myself slash how bad could it go? I might save 200 bucks doing the electricity, but it could go so horrible that I'm not even going to risk that for $200. The siding, worst case scenario, we rip it off. I got to go buy some more siding. So that's kind of how I look at it in my head. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like I said, it's different on each project for sure.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: I
0: mean, I think I would... I mean, my dad's like really handy, but for the most part, I think I feel like I would pay like when you have when you start like accumulating rental properties. Are you gonna do like the rent like the property management yourself, or are you just gonna hire someone? You think?
1: I think, I think the first, I think once in my head, how I've always thought of it at least is this next one. I'll probably do it myself, and then if it goes how I think, and I get a duplex after that, that's when I would start to hire property managers because, especially because. Unless it's a perfect scenario and they're all right around Villa Park where I live, I don't right. want to have to be driving out doing stuff like that. So again, I think it's more. I could save money, but is it really worth my time at that point?
0: Right. Yeah. Kind um, of how awful.
1: you value it there.
0: I think like yeah, especially when you get ten. I, I would. <laughs> yeah. So
2: well, yeah. 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 ambitious. When I get to that <laughs> you're,
0: you're you'll, you'll, be, I, you'll be cash flowing. You'll be cash flowing enough to not even think about the property managers
1: yeah that that'd right. be beautiful that'd be a beautiful thing
0: so what's like your goal number with like like the cash flow by thirty five like do you have like a specific number like five k a month after everything or like what do you have a number I know you have a everyone thinks about the money
1: yeah <laughs> to be honest i like I always think about the money like you said for most stuff, but like for whatever reason, the number has just been like ten properties in my head as opposed to x amount of dollars i mean if like the number I kind of always think about is I would like those to be doing like average 500, like additional that I'm making. So it'd be 5k. Damn. Am I doing math right? Yeah. 5k a month. So 60k a year. Um, that's that'd be, a that. Like that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, that'd yeah. Be <laughs> be awesome.
0: that's, that's so, that's so sick. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, we've been talking for a minute now. I just want to ask you one more question. Where do you see yourself? By thirty, I mean we're in the new yeah. decade, from twenty twenty to twenty thirty, because that's I honestly love it.
1: Like twenty like thirty, so when I'm thirty five.
0: Oh yeah, oh it's thirty five. Yeah,
1: okay. So um, kind of ten rental properties. Yeah, ten rent. I mean, ten rental properties. I've always kind of told myself, and again, my parents always laugh when I say this because my dad does well in corporate America. Like, so they're conservative about that type of stuff. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I've always told myself that if. I'm in a spot at thirty five where I can't work for myself, then I just didn't go after it hard enough um I'm not saying like just those ten properties are getting me there, but like the stuff I'm doing right now with like the reselling and stuff like that, like automating something like that or eventually like running my own brand or something on top of that um i like I said, I really like the job I'm in right now, and the people that are around that thirty five age do really well, so if i'm at thirty five I have those properties. I'm doing well for myself and I still love my job, then I don't see any point why I would leave, but I'd at least like to be in a a situation where I could, if I wanted to work for myself. Right. Lofty goal for sure, but right. I don't see why not. You want to like
0: own your own business? Like, like if you had a bit, like if you opened the business, like what would you do?
1: great question Brandon <laughs> um I mean I don't know that's Never that's a million really dollar question more. I guess for for a little while I thought it was going to be this shoe stuff like Juice? shoes like oh, shoot. um like you know like cool kicks or something like nice or something like that but um that's probably a little more out of my reach than I thought I mean I guess if I really went after that specifically maybe but to me the thing on something like that is and it's obviously different for those guys because people come in there and sell them for pennies on oh, the dollar. For sure. But for someone like me who doesn't have connections, doesn't have like a big brand like that, I get a good flip, I would consider is I get a shoe for $200 and sell for $250. I had to spend $200 to get $50. So to make $1,000, I'd have to spend $200, i would have to do that 20 times, which would make me spending $4,000. Right. And like that only be a thousand dollars as opposed to a situation with real estate. Right. Five thousand obviously you're spending more, but that's over years. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'd love to do some type of personal branding or stuff like that. I just don't know what it is yet.
0: Right. Yeah. Working on
1: that as we speak.
0: Right. I feel that. Did you have any other questions, Denise?
2: No. Covered at all. Yeah. Sorry, I talked a lot. No, we can <laughs> <have> that, <laughs> no, that's, no, that's, that's a point.
0: That's the question we ask life, we ask goals, now we have to ask struggles like what oh good lord like what do you sh- what do you struggle with i mean like i feel like
2: during covid what i've been everybody while, struggled in covid so I, what, I was, tr- what I was
0: struggling things. just in general yeah. is just time management i feel like i've been doing yeah. better with my time management yeah. COVID. but you know i mean everyone has struggles
1: yeah, yeah. i mean my biggest struggle especially during covid i mean in general honestly for me is like i'll go 110 percent at something and then after three weeks of it i'm like eh kind of fall off the map with it like there was a point a couple months ago every single weekday i was waking up at 5 a.m and it was easy and now i literally struggle to get out of bed at 8 30 knowing that i can just work from home and start Wait, at I, nine
0: i remember we were posting that's, yeah and when you're on your bike you had like the bike right the salt bike
1: is this my computer it's
0: frozen i think clark froze clark did you freeze can you hear us Yeah, your audio is fine clark did he just disappear? No, he's frozen.
2: Oh, no. What happened?
0: This might be the perfect time to put the outro then.
2: Uh, Maybe. I mean, we could just edit it oh, he just later. Te-
0: <laughs> he said he just texted us.
2: Yeah, it's- we could just edit this out later on.
0: Yeah, true. Oh, there yeah. Back. oh he's
1: back.
2: Sorry. <laughs> it's you, edit.
1: Clark. You're the only person frozen.
0: I, think I can edit it. We're talking about struggles. No, we're gonna. I'm gonna leave this. that was raw. That was like 30 seconds of rawness right there. Technology. <laughs> Technology. <laughs> yeah. That's
2: a, that's a real struggle.
0: What I was saying, I remember you were posting your like your assault bike early in the morning at like um, yeah. at 30
1: a.m. Dude, it's hard. Like. It's so hard.
0: I wake up at 5 a.m. Now it's hard, dude. Like it's. Yeah, I'm it trying is. to get back it on is. it. I
1: I have my alarm set for 5 a.m. tomorrow, so we'll see. Right. I'm trying to get back to it, but yeah, I, that's the biggest struggle been throughout COVID for me for sure. It's just like staying consistent over extended. I can, I can get after it for two or three weeks, but just like staying on it after that. So, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 It gave us like a false sense of reality because like everyone was like, no, don't work, don't do this, don't do that, it's safe for everybody, just stay at home, i was like, yeah, what am I, what am I gonna do now? Yeah, for real.
0: Right, yeah, yeah, there's definitely a lot during COVID, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of people that have just been, like, watching Netflix and stuff like that, which is nothing wrong, I've I watched Netflix, like, of course. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah.
0: I don't know, I just feel like, like, COVID, like socks like it's awful but it's kind of a blessing in disguise as well i mean if you're collecting unemployment and stuff like that like you got all this time to like just try something anything yeah for real or just like learn something random
1: gary v is always talking about like million like people are gonna become millionaires like out of this thing like they're gonna create their million dollar brand or whatever during this like this is a huge time for people that are really trying to do something like that to really hone in and do something like that so I think it'll be kind of cool to see obviously it's horrible what's happening and it sucks but I think it'll be interesting to see like two three years down the road what kind of stories and companies pop up of oh yeah I had all this time during COVID and I started this brand ABC yeah so, right exactly, exactly. Yeah.
0: I, I know like um, I whenever some pandemic or something, maybe it was back in 08 or 10. I'm pretty sure like Uber and stuff were like created then, like during yeah. like, uh, like crazy times. Like,
1: Uber yeah, I remember and hearing
0: that. Venmo, I was like, all those random brands that we or companies that we have on our phones that we use every day. But those are just, I mean, it's just a simple idea, I guess. Like, I feel like Uber's like one of us could thought of that. Like, it's just like, yeah, well,
1: from, like, yeah. Venmo, especially those guys literally just, those and guys collect like, 1%. Spanish.
2: Right.
1: Yeah, they literally collect one percent just so you, I can send money to my friend. Even though
0: even though it's millions like, of dollars going to a day that's like what twenty five thousand dollars for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 insane for sure. But um yeah, we talked for a long time. Um thank you guys for forever listening to this for nineties meets world. If you want to you know talk with us, uh, we'll talk with anyone, honestly. I mean, I feel like we started this podcast not just for millennials, but you know, a lot of people just like to chat. And I just think it's cool hearing other people's stories. So thank you, Clark, for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it, guys.